morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another terrific Tuesday for Torture Report 501, the unbelievable global scam. Friends, it's sometimes hard to believe that so many people can be so easily duped, and yet... It's happening each and every day. You know, this this report could probably be titled How Angry Young People Are Taking Over the World. But, uh, you know, set aside for the day the political circus because there are two significant events taking place this week that squarely aim at shaping the rest of your life. As a matter of fact, they intend to control the rest of your life. The headliner event is the United Nations Climate Change Conference, dubbed COP28. It's taking place in the United Arab Emirates from November 30th until December 12th, 2023. This will be a full 12-day fanatical climate cult extravaganza that you do not want to miss. But wait! Friends, there's more. Prior to the main event, these twick, sick, and twisted bastards will be intentionally grooming children from around the globe through their radical Youth in Action Primer series. This is via the UN's Conference of Youth. And uh, together at the Youth in Action Conference of Youth, world leaders will be facilitating an experience of radical indoctrination that is guaranteed to shape the children's brains, the impressionable youth's brain development in some deeply disturbing ways. All you got to do really is take one look at the propaganda to see what I mean. You got angry young people raising their fists in the air and demanding change. Now, Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com, thetorchreport.com. Check out these angry youth, youths shaking their fists at the sky. Uh, I think when I see that image, I think, Greta Thunberg, you better look out because you're about to get some stiff competition. Now... <clears throat> at the onset of today's screed, I do want to make it abundantly clear that watching cult leaders indoctrinate impressionable youths in order to instigate a communist revolution and consolidate global control in order to advance their anti-human depopulation agenda, to me, this is a very epitome of evil, at least in the opinion of this mere ignorant peasant, friends. Uh, But regardless of what you may or may not think about all of this, make no mistake, that is exactly what's happening here. They're indoctrinating these impressionable youth to instigate a communist revolution to consolidate control and uh, depopulate the planet. That's what's happening. And one need only to peruse their literature to see that the writing is on the wall. And we're going to get into that here in a second, but I want to start out... uh, carefully considering a list of nine things, nine things, not eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, things that children are being programmed to do in order to save the planet. This comes directly from the UN's website. Just kind of pay attention here for a second. Number one, the youths are supposed to join the United Nations now campaign for climate action and sustainability. Number two, the youths are supposed to calculate their carbon footprint. Number three, learning from their peers on the reach not preach 
platform. Number four, educate yourself, kids, on the impact of climate change through an online course offered by UNICEF. Number five, play Mission 1.5. It's like 007, but we're saving the planet. Play Mission 1.5 and cast your vote for climate action. Number six, be a climate superhero. You can be a climate superhero. Number seven, read the Global Youth Statement on Climate Change and the COP26 Outcomes. Number eight, join Youngo. Youngo is a global network of children, youth activists, and youth NGOs on climate change. Number nine, speak up. Share this information far and wide through all your social media channels. Now, at first glance, of course, this all might sound very inspiring and benign, but I assure you, friends, there is a much darker agenda lurking within this propaganda. I think child psychologists would be quick to point out all of the emotional buttons being pushed here. You can be a superhero, you know? Uh, and then, you know... Uh, the, for an adult to be pushing the emotional buttons of children, this is this is what grooming is. This is how uh, children are intentionally manipulated by controlling adults. But for now, I just want to I want you to notice the uh, the exceptionally thorough step by step sort of indoctrination. Step one through nine, they're going to get you in the program. And sadly, these kids do not realize what's being done to them. It's all exciting, and it's a big global conference. Come on, kids! Let's let's turn you into superheroes! Uh, Climate superheroes, mind you. And the truth is, the sick and twisted adults, they know exactly what they're doing. So... As we set the table here to examine the nitty-gritty details to provide a glimpse of where all this climate ambition is headed and to understand where the rubber really meets the road, friends, I want you to take a look at the front page of the UN's website today. Again, if you're listening on the podcast platform, just go to thetorchreport.com and you'll see the spiffy screenshot annotated by yours truly that says, Empower Young People to Shape climate change policies. That's where it's going, to empower young people to shape climate change policies. I mean, when when the United Nations is empowering young people to shape climate change policies, friends, it's not because these youths are scientists. It's not because they're experts. It's precisely because these youths are being programmed to believe that older generations have failed them, that the planet is in peril, and that they're going to pay for it with their very lives. The uh, direct quote from the UN website, it says, quote, The unprecedented mobilization of young people worldwide shows their immense power to hold decision makers accountable. Their message is clear. The older generation has failed and the young will pay in full with their very futures, period, end quote. Now, one might wonder how exactly does the unprecedented mobilization of youth, of young people, give the climate cult immense power to force their ridiculous policies upon the, upon the unsuspecting public? How does that work exactly? Luke, tell me, tell me now! Friends, the answer is simple. 
It works by indoctrinating young people to be angry and to have this sort of indignation, and then they whip them into an emotional frenzy of fear about destroying the planet and tell them to protest and vote like their very lives depend on it. And in that situation, logic and rational thinking are nowhere in the equation, right? And this is how raw emotion is successfully transmuted into immense political power for the cunning tyrants who are pushing the buttons and emotionally exploiting these poor young people. Now, that said, I want to pivot here from the process of how they're doing it to the progress of what they've been doing and just how close they are. I think it would be wise to realize just how far the global commie cabal has come and also by what means they continue to push the envelope of this global communist revolution. Uh, Accurate perspective requires us really to keep two points just front and center at all times. Number one, we must always remember the first step of a communist revolution is to win the battle of democracy. Number two, We must always remember the communists are working to unite the democratic parties of all nations. And of course, just in case you need to read it with your own eyes, I did put screenshots from the Communist Manifesto in the report today. According to the Communist Manifesto, also central to the commie strategies is using language that has hidden higher meaning, socialistic interpretation. That's the exact opposite of what's being said. And that, too, is a key in uh, interpreting what these shysters are actually up to. So when they say they want to give power to the people and empower the youth, they would call that democracy. What they really mean is that they want to use the people, i.e. the useful idiots and the indoctrinated youths, in order to consolidate power and control, which is communism. And this has been happening at the global scale for a really long time. So if one were to take an interest in studying the history of communism, I did put a link in the report there, it would would quickly become obvious that the commies, they organize themselves under different leftist fronts, is what they call them, leftist fronts. And just to give you a few examples here, some examples of these leftist fronts include the democratic socialists, the socialist republics, the social democratic parties, the international working men's association, the American honky tonk bar association. No, not the American honky tonk bar association, but the world federation of trade unions, the world federation of democratic youths, the international union of students, women's international democratic federation, and of course the world peace council, just to name a few. But please note there that the word communist is not actually used in any of those communist front organizations. And also, please take note of the exploitation of women and children and the uneducated working class, right? It's, it's, the, it's the Working Men's Association. It's the, the World Federation of Democratic Youths. It's the Women's International Democratic Federation and all that, right? They're exploiting these vulnerable classes, social classes that, historically speaking, struggled to read and write, let alone grapple with the uh, sophisticated language that has a hidden higher meaning. Right. And when you look at how they do this, the real root 
of their deception, I think, is perhaps best captured by the word collectivism. It's all about collectivism. And collectivism, in simplest terms, posits the need that the needs of society are simply just more important than individual rights. It's not a matter what you want. It's about what we want. It's all about society. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Britannica, the Encyclopedia Britannica, Britannica Britannica.com, says this. It says, quote, Collectivism refers to any of several types of social organization in which the individual is seen as being subordinate, emphasis on subordinate, emphasis on subordinate. Individuals are subordinate to a social collectivity, such as a state, a nation, a race, or a social class. Collectivism may be contrasted with individualism, in which the rights and interests of the individual are emphasized. That would be individualism. I would say that would be Americanism. That would be life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But in collectivism, it's the exact opposite. The uh, The dictionary actually puts a little bit more straightforward. They say that collectivism is a political uh, theory that advocates collective control, especially over production and distribution. The emphasis is on collective rather than individual identity. Collectivism is, in fact, a system of control, especially over the means of production and distribution, which, of course, fundamentally requires the abolition of private property. That's communism. And this collectivist system of control is achieved by assimilating individual identity into the collective, the collective cult, as I like to say, and I've discussed at length. Uh, But the collective cult ever so subtly shifts an individual's internal dialogue away from the me toward the collective we, right? And, and those who prize critical thinking, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report, I'm sure you realize that this subtle change in language has dramatic implications, not the least of which is self-sacrifice in the name of the so-called greater good. When, we, when the internal dialogue shifts from me and what's best for me to the we, what's best for we, then why there's really no barrier to sacrificing oneself for the sake of the greater good or sacrificing uh, you know, freedom for the safe, uh, illusion of safety and all of that. Again, there's no logic anywhere in the equation because the thought of we evokes the emotions that physiologically shut down rational thinking. That would be the sympathy that we've talked about here recently. Now, I think it's worth pointing out there are perfectly natural reasons for all of this, but we're not really going to have time to get into all that today. Suffice it to say that this biological loophole has been heavily exploited for a very long time. And with the advent of modern technologies, this exploitation has exploded in an exponential fashion. Now, with that said, let's go ahead and circle back to the climate crazies and connect some dots here. I just want to kind of spell it out in the, in the most straightforward way possible. Climate crazies have been assimilated into the collective cult, and radical environmentalists are now then the useful idiots who are being used to facilitate a communist revolution at the global scale. Women and children and certain vulnerable people are being exploited and manipulated to drive this societal change for the greater good. And this plays out 
as a consolidation of political power, wherein the emotionally deranged collective demands that the government controls free individuals. Total control, authoritarian, totalitarian control over free individuals. And thus, by separating children from their families via state education, which again comes straight out of the Communist Manifesto, the government then becomes the uh, paternal protector, if you will, of these impressionable youth. The government becomes the powerful protective father figure for these kids who have been, you know, uh, coming from broken homes or the wedge being driven between their parents and all of that. Uh, all of that then coming full bear, uh, full coming full bore, coming down to bear on, be the way to say it. Uh, these kids having been trained to believe that the government is their protector, they've also been trained to believe that the planet is in peril because greedy capitalist pigs are callously polluting land, air, and sea. They're killing the polar bears and the sea turtles, and thus the stage for revolution has been set. And the supposed injustice of all of this fuels the anger and the indignation that is required to forcibly overthrow all aspects of existing society, which, of course, you already know that was the plan all along. Because remember, the communists disdain to conceal their views and aims. They openly declare that their ends can be attained only by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. Let the ruling class tremble at the communist revolution. The proletarians have nothing to lose but their chains. They have a world to win. Friends, tune in to the words from Karl Marx himself. He says the ends can only be attained by the forcible overthrow of all ex existing social conditions. Do you think for a second that it's just a coincidence that the radical climate agenda can only be achieved by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions? I think not. So let's go ahead and zoom out here. Zoop! We're going to go way out for just a second to kind of wrap this up and put it into broader context. According to our very own climate.gov website, the COP, by the way, the COP is the Convention of Parties. The COP was originally organized in 1992, and that happened to be the same year that Agenda 21 was presented at the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro. As documented by yours truly in Torch Report 169, the very strange agenda, Agenda 21 includes a detailed map of policies that are, that are designed to eliminate unsustainable patterns of production and consumption. The solution, of course, posited by Agenda 21, is for the government to take control over manufacturing and the food supply. And, of course, these are explicitly communist objectives. And I think it's interesting to point out that the Earth-Rio Summit, the Rio Earth Summit, that's also where the globalists first announced their plans for a decade of vaccines, which coincidentally set, was set then, 30 years ago, over 30 years ago, to stretch from 2020 to 2030. Amazing long-term planning. And for those in the know, Agenda 21 is, at its core, a radical depopulation depopulation agenda that and it's being driven by this irrational fear that there are too many meat-eating peasants on the planet and we're destroying the planet and all of that i don't think it takes a lot of imagination friends to align the original timeline of agenda 21 with the onset of covid19 and it's only a slightly bit more of a stretch to to consider how both the bioengineered virus and the experimental injections that followed 
They mysteriously seemed to target the pesky and burdensome elderly population, did they not? And this effectively, this whole pandemic effectively, eliminated a a certain percentage of peasants who had previously witnessed and endured the atrocities of prior communist revolutions. Hmm, fascinating. It created a shift in global demographics uh, that, that favor now the heavily indoctrinated youth who know no better than to buy into the cause. Do you see what I'm saying? Here we are now, staring into the horrors of net zero, facing down a global cabal who is hell-bent on conquering us all, forcibly imposing the latest iteration of this radical agenda, the so-called Sustainable Development Goals, Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, and all of that. And, the, you know, while this is happening, of course, the ruling class elites are discussing how to use more stick and less carrot because they've got to save the world, save the planet. They've got a world to win. And there's no doubt, friends, that there will be some angry, disenfranchised, warp young people leading the way. For better or worse, it is said that humanity is going to have to endure some unpleasant changes for all of this to happen. And right now, these unpleasant changes are being articulated and accelerated at the UN's climate change conference. And the new climate superhero are being mobilized to destroy life as we know it. And thus, uh, <laughs> this unbelievable global scam demands, friends, that resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find the heart, click the heart, give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.